Hello, I'm Lisa Smazarski, Editor-in-Chief of Stylist, and welcome to Stylist Live Sessions, our series of inspiring talks and thought-provoking conversations recorded live at our annual festival of inspiration. In this episode, you'll hear brilliant musician and recent stylist cover star, Self Esteem, aka Rebecca Lucy Taylor, in conversation with stylist entertainment director, Helen Bonus. As hilarious as ever, in this session, Rebecca shares her pearls of wisdom on everything from her own self-esteem through to how she prioritizes pleasure. Bit rude. As this session is recorded live at the Truman Brewery, you might hear a bit of background noise. And a word of warning, this is quite a colorful conversation, perhaps best to listen to when little ears aren't present. Here's what self-esteem had to say. Please welcome to the stage, Self-Esteem. Yeah. Hi, honey. Hello, good. Oh, you are. Right. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? Can I call you Rebecca? Yeah, please do. Great. Um, Rebecca. Whoa, there's loads of people. I know, it's so exciting. Oh my God, I'm so famous. <laughs> I believe. Um, I saw you at Glastonbury this summer, and I was one of many, many women, and actually I think it's really important to say women, that was sobbing in joy, in feeling all my feelings. In arousal. Caught in my yeah. emotions, yeah. in arousal. <laughs> why, um, why do you think you inspire such emotion in people that it sort of feels really different to things we've been hearing previously? I don't know, I'm as surprised as anyone, really. <laughs> I feel quite... I, uh, I said a good answer about this in the Stylist magazine. Oh, yeah, but just repeat that, <laughs> just repeat that. I think what I said was, like, I feel... I felt very alone for a long time, and, and, and I think it's this... And it's like a grief. I have, like, this... I don't know if this is the storyline of Braveheart, <laughs> but is he, like, avenging his wife? Anyone yeah. know? Yeah. I think so. So, bear with me. I feel like Braveheart avenging my teens and 20s. <laughs> wow. Because it wasn't fucking fair that I felt like shit every day. And the way, I, you know, where I got treated, even the way I treated people because of, like, how, how sort of just, the, you know, the systemic way that women like me have told to shut the fuck up boggled my brain. So I think it's like a grief... Yeah. For that. And also sort of feeling an emotional, like, oh, it's not just me. Like, the feeling when you're like, oh, it's not just me is a beautiful feeling. I think it's that. Also, everyone had done their drugs on Friday, so they were yeah. just coming to come down. Yeah. So basically, you're telling me you're Mel Gibson. No, you're not Mel Gibson. I'm working on this theory. <laughs> but I think I... This is the second time I've said it. I think I should watch Braveheart. <laughs> I think before tomorrow I carry on with is this. the time. <laughs> um, I'm interested to know, Rebecca, like, what was the time you realised? You know, I'm sure, like, so many... I don't even want to ask you, because I'm sure you can all relate to that feeling of, like, just feeling shit about yourself and feeling like you're not good enough. And, but what was the point for you? Was there a specific point when you realised that something had to change and you had to be kind to yourself or some sort of version of that? Uh... Just give me five. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if this is definite, but I was in a band for a long time. No one was bad. Everyone was great. But it was just very similar people with very similar ways of life around me. And I was very different. And we were on a tour across Europe. And when you 
when you're in a band, you, you tour and you, and you sort of made to feel like if you don't have a nice time, you're being really ungrateful uh, or whatever. And we had, this, the, we had this tour manager that was like, if you don't, you know, if you weren't doing this, you'd be working at McDonald's, like cheer up, love, literally. And the band around me, no one said anything. And I just remember thinking, fuck this. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and then later that night, we had a big London show and we were discussing what we needed to do for it. And I was like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. And, and the same tour manager went, you just need to fit in that little dress. Because I'd mentioned I've got this dress that I wanted to wear. And yeah, I just like my eyes glazed over and no one stuck up for me. And they were, everyone was a man. Because it, it wasn't like their fault. They didn't know they should be sticking up for me. Because it was, you know, then, then. I think that was like a bit of... Yeah, it sort of lit, it lit the spark. It's just a like bit like, I'm still on this journey where I'm like, wool, like wool that has been pulled over my eyes. I've gone, but there's like loads of wool still. Yeah. You just mentioned about the fitting into that small dress. And I just wondered so often as women, we're told to take up less space, to make ourselves yeah. smaller, to behave nicely. You know, you talk about it so brilliantly in your lyrics. I wondered, have you sort of become intentional about taking up, you know, taking up more space and just the space that you deserve and why yeah. that's important for women generally? I, I think I used to, as, like that first album, first self-esteem album, first few years of me being a solo artist, I think I was very much like, and, <laughs> and where I'm at now is like, uh, I don't want, like, I'm actually quite shy. I know uh, it sounds hilarious, but I actually don't like being like that, but it w I had to be like that to make the change, make the break, and sort of set my stall out. It's like, it's like I, did, I was at the Women in Music Awards yesterday, and I f like, it was great, but then I was like, wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to have the specific... It's that sort of thing. It's like, Just yes, awards. yes, I'll take up space, and I'll be like this, but it'd be nice if I, uh, I want to be small, I can be small, and it's not because someone's it's it's to keep myself safe it's because i don't feel like talking much that day or i yeah or i want to get on the peloton you yeah. know like <laughs> it's it's more feminism for me is like the goal is i can be anything i want i can be an arsehole if i want but it's not uh it's not a prerequisite to do with my gender yeah. Or yeah 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 you just want to be able to be we all just want to be just able to like, be. Let me just live. Let us all just be all right. And yeah. like, stop fucking kidnapping and killing us. Like, that's all we want. <laughs> like. Be good, wouldn't it? Um, another of my favourite lyrics of yours is, when I'm buried in the ground, I won't be able to make your birthday drinks, but I will still feel guilty, which, I mean, relate very hard. Although I will say... I hate birthdays. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> shit. I hate... I like... No, I'm not coming. I think... But then I do go. Sorry. And then I'm, no, no. I'll it's buy... I'll throw money at the problem. As you get older, you definitely get better at staying no to the birthday drinks of some mates, fiancés, <gasps> cousins. Yeah. Absolutely. But we were just talking about... <laughs> you were just telling me backstage that you've been trying to get better at saying no to things. <laughs> And I'd just love you to tell me a bit more about that, because <laughs> saying no is hard. Why is that, though? Because we want to be nice. We want people to like us. We want people to think we're agreeable and sweet. Yeah. For me, I, I'm still, it's like my Braveheart theory. Um, there's something about safety. Like, I go on about it all the time. But I think, ultimately, even me wanting to be a very successful, famous, rich celebrity icon, <laughs> that's a form of me trying to be safe, like, weirdly. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. But <laughs> uh, I think all of, all of this is about, like, I was born and, like, 
where, where I'm from and, and, and how I was raised and stuff, it was just a bit like, you have to, you know, it's going to be harder for you than it is your brother. It's going to be, you need to have you. It's about you every day. Like, you can never relax because someone will get you. And it's just in my bones. And I met a woman recently who was like, I've never felt unsafe. And I thought, fucking hell, wow. Wow. Yeah, like amazing. That's amazing. Sorry, I forgot the question. Well, we were talking about saying no. <laughs> I was saying, how easy yeah. that well, is. Saying how yes do is a it? form of safety. Yeah. Saying yes, me, yeah. Do you feel guilty about things, I guess, is, yeah. is probably a bigger question. I yeah. feel like a, a fraud. Because <laughs> I say out of the things I say, but I, in pra- it takes like an immense practice. And uh, yeah, I, it, it, I still, I don't live by my own gospel, but it's the blueprint and it's the ideal. Yeah. I don't know. Why do you think it is hard Why to do we say, say no? no? I've got a mate who's a Leo. Anyone, she's like, no, anyone fuck out off, here got any that. ideas? Why is it so hard for women to say no? Anyone? Great. No one knows. No one knows. We're all, we're all mystified. I'm going to have to make another album, aren't I? Fuck yeah. You know. Oh, um, someone's got an answer. Shout. Yeah, the reaction yeah. you're going to get. Yeah. Someone might think yeah. you're a bitch. Yeah, but then I'm like, all right, I'm a bitch. Like, the, I'm, I'm the duality of man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind if you think I'm a bitch, but I'm also like, please don't. It's Do you worry about people liking you? Like, does that... No, that, this is what... This is what I go, I'll come back to safety all the time with that, with that sort of question. It, it's not really about liking me, but it's like, if you like me, I'm safer than if you don't. Okay, and yeah. Yeah. Um, I read a really interesting quote you once said, which is, I'm pretty fucking selfish. I do it for myself. Um... And that word selfish is really interesting because mm. it seems like, you know, we hear it in that context and it's like, that's negative. But actually, I don't know if it is. Have we just been indoctrinated to think yeah. that thinking about ourselves and putting ourselves first is negative somehow? Yeah. Um, so I'd just like you to tell me a little bit more about what that sort of, that mean, being selfish means to you yeah. and why we should. I think I'm, like, on the job this year, I've realised that I was, saying, I was saying that a lot. I was like, yeah, I do it all for myself. And then people go, oh, thank you so much. You, your music's helped me. And I go, well, fine, but it's for me. Um, <laughs> and it's actually shifted a bit. Like, I see now there was something I wasn't party to inside me that thought I, by going on about it and it helping other people, that, that does make me feel... Like, it's not about my ego. Well, probably is a bit, but... Uh, <laughs> it's not about me being like, I'm saving the world. It's more like s- just a bit of change somewhere. Or, yeah. Uh, and the sum of its parts will help. I don't know. So, yes, I am selfish, and you're right. And it, but it isn't selfish. The word selfish doesn't... Well, it's just about reframing what selfish means, yeah. isn't it? But even now, when I start... When I think about... Especially when I've dated men and they've like been shit or like ghosted me or whatever, <laughs> and I think, oh, that's selfish. But now it makes me reflect and go like, there's something in you that just can't do it, and yeah. you don't have the skills to communicate that. That doesn't mean you're selfish. <laughs> I'm um, working on these theories for album three. <laughs> this is a bad time to interview me. <laughs> um, the, to- the talk- title of this talk is "Have You Got Good Self-Esteem?" What do you most like about yourself, Rebecca? <laughs> Come on. I am actually, full disclosure to my friends here, all my friends, uh, I've had a bad few months. Like, my self-esteem ain't all that at the minute. Isn't it? No. But that's, I think that's, like, part of the journey and the practice is, like, 
Sometimes I feel invincible. Sometimes I don't. We don't owe you a fully formed, consistent version of yourself. Yeah. Like, so I think my base level, though, is pretty high <laughs> in terms of self-esteem, mainly because I can't be asked to be... To, I, I've lost 36 years of being like, sorry, thank you, please like me. Like, in different forms of that. It's mostly... Um, my self-esteem is born out of lethargy <laughs> to feel shit every day anymore. I can't be asked. Um, so, yeah. How do you feel today in that, you know, if you said you've been on, you know, you've had a <laughs> tough time. How are you feeling right now, right here? I'm, I'm all right. This is amazing. Yeah. I'm really glad loads of people are here. Fucking hell, that'd have been shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm good. And it's ongoing, isn't it? Like, I think that's my main point all the time now is like, I think like, Women were suppressed and, uh, and, uh, and all the shit for so long. Then we were told, like, here come the girls, kind of like, uh, yeah, woo, uh, uh, live, love, laugh sort of thing. <laughs> and then what happens if you don't fuck with that and you don't want to fuck with feeling suppressed every day? It's ongoing. Like, sometimes I do feel like a dove advert. That's fine. But I also feel like going, staying in bed all day. Yeah. And I think... It just back to that idea that like feminism for me is like I don't want I don't hate men I don't hate any anyone but I anyone? would just like to 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 be afforded the same quality of life than, yeah. that you know a certain demographic get. Um, something I think we've sort of been talking increasingly about as a society, and I guess it's come out of the back of the pandemic and just the world as it is is the idea of loneliness, which I think. So many of us feel, but so many of us still feel really ashamed to admit it. You know, it's, you should, you know, especially once you're in your 20s and your 30s, you should have your friendship group, you should have your people. Um, and if you don't, that can feel really, really tough. I just wondered if you can sort of relate to that feeling of loneliness and if you have felt lonely in your life. And secondly, well, we'll do secondly, secondly. Okay. It's a funny one. These are great questions. Thanks. These are harder. Them. These are harder than I thought they were going to be. Oh. And I wish I hadn't drank a glass of prosecco before I came out. And now this no, one. You're um, great. I've been thinking a lot about loneliness. Been mm. having a lot of discussions actually about the idea. It's another theory. <laughs> I don't think it's real. <laughs> don't think it exists. I think it's been like female solitude, sold to us by a load. You know absolute constantly being in the zeitgeist but mostly like Bridget Jones's fucking diary like the idea that you're a loser on a Friday night if you're in on your own and that, um, I just think that has done so much damage for women yeah because the idea of lo oh god the idea of loneliness means you try and sort of fix that regardless of whether that's good for you or like enriches your life or, or anything. But it's, it's it, it, I spent my 20s being like going out with people just so I wasn't on my own on a Friday night. They didn't enrich my life particularly. I didn't enrich their bloody life. Like we would torture each other often. And what was the point, you know? And if you, I think loneliness is like, obviously there are, there are people that are lonely. So you're just gonna have to like not, pick me up on this but for the most part and I'm only talking about the female experience of it of it is like are you really lonely though what does that word mean are you fucking fine but like 
you've been told, media you've been has told made you, you feel like be, you're, yeah. you're not. And then are you dumbing yourself down or are you accepting bullshit in order to not be lonely? When, and my plea to all my girlfriends, single girlfriends, are like, just like, spend some time on your own. Best thing I ever did, I did the whole pandemic on my own, barely even texting any fucking pricks. And <laughs> it's changed my life. That's honestly, it's my... Yeah. Amazing. Because I don't think it's as sad as... No. It is. It's, it's actually kind of fucking what do you, Okay, <laughs> let's imagine you've got a day. I mean, we were just, I was just asking Rebecca when her next day off is, and I don't think you could actually remember. Um, mm. But <laughs> let's say you've got a magical unicorn day off. Talk yeah. me through. Are you seeing anyone, or is it the door is shut, no one's coming in? What's, what's the vibe? Oh, no one's coming near me. Please, God. Uh, I just want, like, I've got... I just love doing my washing. I love cleaning up. I love, I love uh, pottering. What? Okay. What washing? What rock washing rock. tablets do you use? Fairy. Very good. What? Bog what? standard fairy tablets. That's not very eco-friendly though. Shh. I'm going to work on my eco-ness. Look, we've got a lot to work on already. We can't. Do, we can't solve everything. Yeah, that's true. I just love washing, uh, sorting out. I used to love getting fucked up. <laughs> Now I just love sitting still and watching The Crown. Loads. Oh. Love it. Can't wait. Have you watched any of the new series yet? No, we haven't had time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's driving me mad. Uh, but yeah, what's the day off for you? Oh, um, watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Am yeah, I right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Some stands. Yeah. Eating crisps. Mm, what flavour? Every flavour. Mm. Every flavour. I love crisps. Anyone that knows me in this audience knows. Aww. Crisps are my hobby. My manager loves crisps. You oh. guys should chat. <laughs> um, there's a really good Gloria Steinem quote that I love. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. <laughs> what truth has pissed you off the most in your life? You, we haven't got long enough. Give me a couple. Give me a top three. It's really got to stop. You're boggling my brain here. Uh, uh, I can't think. Can you answer? No. <laughs> I'm not being interviewed. I think what, well, all I can talk about is currently... Well, tell I us what pisses you off at the moment. <laughs> That's easier. Uh, uh, hang on. Oh, okay. Social media, everyone, you know, my mum's like, oh, you need to be very careful. And I've always been like, shut up, you don't get it. It's part of the job. But lately I have been like, Janet's got a point. <laughs> uh, and it is bad for my brain now. But it's the constant... So I've had a beautiful year of going... Dee -dee 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 -dee, and it's always like 95% very positive. And no amount of like... I've been aware throughout the year being like, this is probably deeply unhealthy. <laughs> and like one day when it isn't so lovely all the time, that's gonna be, like me getting told I'm amazing is, is as bad as being told I'm a slag. You oh, know? interesting, it why? Because it's just, you shouldn't, it's not unnatural, is it? I just shouldn't know. I shouldn't know everyone's opinion of me. It's nothing to do with me. Okay, interesting. So that's the truth that's pissed me off, which yeah. is, after the Mercury's, I got a bit of bullshit and it made me very upset and I had to go to bed for three days. And, uh, and yeah, some of the chats I was having with people being like, it's time to like not read it all. 
It pissed me off, but it's very true. <laughs> and have you changed, like how, can you give, because I've had to turn off, you know you get yeah. that update on a Monday of, you have spent 16 hours oh, on, yeah, the phone, on the phone every day, which I had to turn off, which I recommend if anyone hasn't done. Yeah, I don't have phone, I'm, I love being on my phone, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I've had to stop DMs and stuff. But I'm like, it's this weird, I'm like the Bermuda Triangle of music, I think. Because <laughs> a lot of, like I, I've got, I've got a certain amount of followers, that, but it's still relatively low compared to how much like I've been on the telly and stuff and on magazines and that. So it's a weird disconnect. And it, like, it still means I can see it all. I think when you get like, bit bigger, it just becomes a wash, and you, but I'm still sort of small enough media-wise to, to be able to see it all. Yeah. So instead of craving, I don't care about being bigger particularly, but I, so I took it into my own hands. Yeah. And, I'm and what do you do, like, you know, if you do get trolled or, like, if you're just having a really shit day, like, how do you get through, like, your tough moments? Have you got any... Is it just doing the washing? What are your kind like no, give us some? Uh, time always just helps. Like I can be very panicked in the moment and I can have a good few days of anxiety and stress about it. But give me about a week and then I'm like, oh, I've, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my main, I don't think I'll ever be so, like, most close people are like, just don't look at it. <laughs> or, um, all these people say nice things, and it, one person says you're an arsehole, and that's the thing you focus on. That's the worst one, actually. I'm like, yeah. well, you, you go to a wedding, and <laughs> yeah. you go to that reception, and have a lovely time, and then someone says you're an arsehole. Who are you going to wake up thinking about? Like, yeah, arsehole person. It, yeah. And you, so it, it's just human nature. But time is the only thing that works so far. It's not like I'm like putting on renaissance and like walking down the street and thinking <laughs> I'm fine. Like, it, I know myself enough to know like it will never not hurt, it will never not feel frightening, but I'll be all right. And it's important. Yeah. Like to show every time it every time it's bad in that department, my first thought every time is stop it, just be quiet, don't say anything else, don't say anything ever. And it's that that's more dangerous yeah. than anything, I think. Yeah, depot. I asked you earlier what your favourite thing about yourself is, and you didn't answer. Should we go back to it? Oh, God. Did I not answer? No. What did I say? I don't know. Did I say, what's yours? What's favourite thing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> this is why I'm good on dates. Um, <laughs> I think that... I can't! Come on! Come on! Okay, I'm going to do... I'm going to be, like, really embarrassing. Everyone in the audience... You've all got to think of what your favourite thing is about yourself. About me. About, no, <laughs> about yourself. That's what I thought you were going to say, and I thought, oh, no, we shouldn't do that. And then I was like... No, you've all got to think, <laughs> what is my favourite thing about myself? And then turn to the person next to you, whether you know them or not, and just tell them it. Just say it, shout it, it doesn't matter. That's nice. Come on, tell me. I think I'm fun. <laughs> I think that. Okay, is everyone feeling empowered now? <laughs> Hello. 
Uh, Rebecca just told me. Can you can you repeat what you just told me? I well look. I think I'm quite fun. Fun. That I think I've so got hard. an ability that if, even if it's shit, I'll find a way to make it fun. Not like woo fun, but like. Why was that only easy to do once everyone else was talking about it? And because of 36 years of the patriarchy keeping me down. Yeah. Mm. The fucking patriarch. I'm sorry for swearing. I hope my bosses aren't. I've sworn a lot. I've, I've, I know. I'm really trying not to say worse swear words. Does your mum tell you off when you swear? Yeah. Does she? It was a big thing before Prioritized Pleasure came out. I said, look, I swear a lot in this album. <laughs> And I talk about sex a lot. And she just went, well, it's nothing to do with me. And um, she hates it. But she loves fucking wizardry. That's her favorite song. But she calls it beep, beep, wizardry. (laughs) And I say, grow up, Janet. (laughs) Janet. Would you call her Janet to her face? (laughs) Only when she's been annoying. (laughs) Um, How do you prioritize pleasure, Rebecca? It's my shittest answer since the album came out. And it's... I go home when I want to. Oh my God, <laughs> literally. You're just like, you don't have to feel like you've got to stay out for the whole night. Yeah. And yeah, it's the worst. And I also, you know, masturbate a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, for anyone in the audience that might be feeling a bit rubbish about themselves, about what their <laughs> lives. <Woo! laughs> I see you. About what they have or haven't achieved, we probably, you know, I know I just told you all to say your favourite thing about yourself, so I don't want to depress you all. Um, what would you love everyone, you know, it's mostly women, I think I can see about three men and, you know, good luck to you all getting out. Um, what would you like everyone in this audience to know right now, that, you know, to make themselves feel better? Oh or God. just to, you know, give us some of your life advice. I I, it's not it's, it's not a very succinct sentence, but something that helps me when it's not great is like your life <laughs> is just like yours, and and I think when you, I'm not even being like Instagram makes you sad, like but I think the for me it's like I'm constantly going out, I'm comparing myself not on Instagram, like just generally I inherently go, should I be like that? Should I have that? Should that be me? And, and there's nothing that makes me more rock bottom than that. And then when you actually break that down, it's like, there is no law <laughs> that means we have to look anywhere. Like, look at yourself and, and, and appreciate. Um, and it is like woo-woo shit, but it's being like grateful that for a second of your life, you know? Yeah. And then I go, oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, someone once said to me, like, never compare yourself to other people, just compare yourself to who you, wa- who you once yeah, were. Yeah. I love doing that because my life is so much better. And it's not because, you know, people send me jewellery and shit now. I mean, that is nice. But um, it's just like the... Uh, being comfortable being myself is the greatest thing I've ever achieved. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry. We're going to have to uh, wrap up now. I could chat to Rebecca all day, <laughs> but, uh, you know. But, look, Rebecca, you are wonderful. Oh, darling, For anyone you are. that has not 
listen to her album on Spotify. Highly recommend. Please um, do. My Spotify numbers are very low. Are they? <laughs> yeah, but no one knows why. <laughs> um, but look, I think that was just the most gorgeous chat and so uplifting and also just real. And I'm going to say the word authentic. Do we hate that word? I like that word more than cathartic. Oh, okay. <laughs> People are like, it must be very cathartic. And I'm like, no. What? I'm still full of rage. <laughs> What's the last thing that made you rage? Oh, I... I uh, Matt Hancock on Celebrity. Oh. And, I, and, I've, and I said, just don't, just don't, just don't. And then I did an angry tweet. <laughs> did you? I haven't seen it. What did you say? I just said that he's a criminal. He shouldn't be on the telly. He shouldn't be on the he telly. He shouldn't be on the telly. But... <laughs> nah, nah. I don't want to be one of those liberal lefties getting the woos, but... <laughs> um, I think everyone deserves forgiveness and reflection, but just not on the telly. Um, except for Matt Hancock, yeah. No, even he can think, think about what he did. But just do it quietly. But don't manipulate... Oh God! Let's 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 leave the conversation. My just like I know. Let's leave the conversation. Yeah, not on that. She lets me talk on this. Give shit. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to ask you one more question because I feel like we need to turn it around for Matt Hancock. Yeah, please. What we can't is, end on that. Tell me, what is your biggest achievement in the last five years, Rebecca? That just being all right with myself. Yes. Looking in the mirror and going, oh, I don't love that sometimes, but fuck it, it's fine. That. Love it. Thank you so much. Please <laughs> join me in a massive round. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> oh, I have to say, I absolutely love Rebecca. Her frank, no-nonsense take on life is so refreshing. And the way she uses her platform and fame to share her honest take on the world is truly inspiring. It is impossible not to laugh and smile when she is in the room. I hope you enjoyed Rebecca and Helen's conversation. If you want to share your thoughts, visit stylist.co.uk or follow us at Stylist Magazine on social. And don't forget to subscribe to Stylist Live Sessions to hear more of our inspiring live talks from the likes of author Bernadine Evaristo, Fern Cotton, presenter Alex Jones, comedian Adam Kay, and many more. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>